Welcome to the All The Wiser Podcast. Here we believe your journey toward wisdom and wellness takes place in your heart and in your mind. If you're committed to grow, you have arrived at the right place to enhance your mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. So welcome, partake in the pursuit of wisdom with us here at All The Wiser. All the wiser family, it is good to be heard. How are you doing? Welcome back to the All the Wiser show. My name is William and I'm excited about this session and what we have in store for you today. Before we dive in deep, I want to say thank you. I want to express gratitude for everyone who has listened. We are well underway through season three of All the Wiser, and I've been blessed and fortunate to both deliver and even consume lots of the content that has come this season. So I hope it's been a blessing. I hope it has been edifying. I hope it has been charging you up and equipping you to do more and better as you go forward. But this wonderful platform, All the Wiser, is um, not exclusively what I have released this year. There is also a devotional book called Devotionals for Wiser Living. If you have not picked that up, the link to such will be in the description of this session. Download it, read it, share it with your peoples. I am hoping to uh, spread it far and wide for everyone who wants to dive in Um grasp some biblical truths and uh, just learn more. This is a great resource for you. Again, devotionals for wiser living link is in the description. Please check it out. It's a free ebook. You can download it, share it with whomever you please. So with that being said, we're going to dive in here. Now, this session is important because lately I've spent time with Quite a few people who've expressed to me things that they want to do, things that they want to accomplish, new heights that they want to reach. And often as I'm listening and asking questions, there is a bit of a disparity between what they want to accomplish, the current processes and habits they have in place and the people they believe themselves to be. So today we're going to go through uh, a framework that I've learned that's been really helpful to reestablish the foundation for some of my motivations for the things I want to accomplish, change and do in the future. And so here's the truth we'll start off with here. Our identity is shaped by our belief systems and the relationship between our identities and our beliefs and our outcomes is actually amazingly cyclical and symbiotic they're all interconnected all related in really fascinated ways that i am referring to our identity our belief systems and the outcomes that we see and experience in our lives think about this and this is i won't say it's new but it's popular right now it's um amongst the culture, cultural zeitgeist. So I want to ask you guys, have you ever thought about why people repeat positive affirmations and why it's become so popular? I don't know about you, but I enjoy affirmations. Uh, I've found some good resources for biblical affirmations if people are into that. But the idea of getting up every morning and repeating certain affirmations and truths to ourselves to start the day. If you've heard of it, 
have you ever thought about why it's so popular? Why it has penetrated and permeated the culture the way it has? Well, I think there are a couple of reasons. But one, because in order to accomplish, attain or obtain something different in your life, you must commit to habits that you believe correlate to the desired result. But here's the reality, folks. You won't commit and maintain those habits long if they are not aligned with who you perceive yourself to be. So what I'm saying is this. In order to have something, you have to perform consistent actions that will contribute to or align you with the outcome that you want. But we as people are not going to commit to doing things repeatedly unless we believe we as a person are aligned with the action that we're taking. And here's the thing. Lasting changes to our identity do not come overnight. So the affirmations, the positive, hopefully positive affirmations and not negative affirmations, the positive affirmations are a method. They are a tool. They enable you to repeat certain truths to yourself so that you can reprogram yourself concept and reprogramming, reshaping, reframing your self-concept is crucial because as we're talking about today, if you want to have something, you must do a series of things well and likely consistently over a period of time. But it will be very difficult to do, perform and maintain those habits unless you are rooted in being the person you are supposed to be. So today we're talking about be, do, have. Are you, and, and, and I will warn you, at certain points we may hit some grammatical fragments, some, some improper usage of English here, but it will be very strategic and for a particular purpose. So who you be will contribute to what you do and what you do will influence what you have and the outcomes that you experience. Listen, I'll give you a personal example. As I described in the beginning of this session, I am incredibly grateful to have released a devotional book for listeners like yourselves and people far and wide. I want as many people to read it and engage with it as possible. See, right around the beginning of the year, the Lord placed the charge of writing that devotional book on my heart. And I was very resistant. Let me be very clear about that. I just it was new for me. It was very different. It was uncomfortable. And the idea of actually compiling my writings, my studies into one package and delivering it for the world was daunting. It was scary and unfamiliar territory. But I had to really think about it. The foundation for almost half of the book had been written months and years earlier during my routine Bible study, note taking and journaling time. So the truth was I wasn't struggling with coming up with content. Much of it had already been written. Much of it already existed. What I was struggling with was my imposter syndrome. I was not clear or in agreement with myself that I was the person who was capable of uh, willing to and deserving of the opportunity to write a book, a devotional book, in fact. So I was wrestling with that. I, I didn't think I was the right person for the job. 
I didn't question whether I could write. I didn't question that there would be people who could benefit from it. I questioned myself. And it wasn't until I began to really sit down and a part of my morning, my daily office time, I would repeat to myself, I am an author. I am a writer. I am an author. I am a writer. And through that repetition, I gradually became more committed to time blocks in my schedule dedicated to the work. And once I committed more time blocks to consistently sitting down and working on this, I started to develop habits. I started to build the muscles and the abilities needed to work through it, write, edit, read, review, cut things out, structure, order, and complete the devotionals for wiser living book that I am happy to present to you all. But it was a process. And in order to write, I had to work backwards. I had to start with the becoming and then commit to doing so that I could arrive at the finished product. In the book Atomic Habits, James Clear said uh, change happens on three levels, the outcomes level, the processes level and the identities level. So let's break these down at the outcomes level. He says we are concerned with our results and our goals. We're looking at numbers. We're looking at time frames, you know, for those who are familiar with smart goals. Uh, you know, you're setting those types of things. You're thinking solely about the outcomes beneath outcomes are the processes level. So sorry if I have some people laugh at my I don't know if I have an accent, but I say certain words in a strange way. I say processes rather than processes, whatever it's however it's enunciated at the processes level. We're concerned with our habits and our system. So we've gone beyond. I want to hit 100 this by this amount of time. or I want to lose this much weight by this time. And we start evaluating and identifying, OK, what do I need to do? What changes do I need to make to my regular day to day life being? What do I need to add or what do I need to subtract in order to help me get to where I want to be or what I want to accomplish, I should say. But beneath the outcomes and processes level, is the identity level. And this is concerned with changing your beliefs about the world and yourself. To enact lasting change to our lives, we have to start with who we want to become and flow from there. James Clear argues that one of the mistakes many people make in bringing change, lasting change to their lives is they start with the outcomes and try to work everything else from there. They try to bring about change from an outcome based standpoint that they try to develop outcome based habits rather than flowing from identity process outcome. They try to flow from outcome process identity. I don't know if you have latched on or identified, but Mr. Clear is echoing what we've been talking about so far. Check this out. The identity level he's referring to is the B, the processes level is the do. The outcomes level is the have. Be, do, have. And so it is described with James Clear. Such is what I am conveying to you all. I want to challenge you all. Ask yourself a couple of questions. Who must I become to achieve the goals or outcomes I claim to want? What must that new person start or stop doing to prepare his or herself for better results. 
And what goals or life changes do I want to experience as my life transforms? So these questions are great starter points to get you to thinking about who I, who I need to be, what I must do more of or less of, and ultimately what is the desired state? What is the outcome I am seeking? Now, listen, I'm a sports fan. I'm a really an NFL guy, but, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. You'll be hard pressed to find an athlete in the NBA that doesn't call himself a basketball player. I guess that if you interviewed musicians and songwriters walking down the red carpet at the Grammys, many would self-identify themselves as artists, musicians, instrumentalists. And it's not absurd for a basketball player to get up early for a 6 a.m. workout before a team meeting to improve his or her stamina, strength and skills. And they do it, yes, because they understand that certain techniques and strategies will likely produce better results, but they're more apt and willing to commit to those habits and routines consistently because they know who they are. They're a basketball player. And similarly, it's not ridiculous for an artist to spend countless hours in their studio writing lyrics, struggling tirelessly through multiple takes of choruses and verses while they attempt to perfect the idea in their head. They're trying to get what they're hearing and what they're seeing on the inside out to the world so that we can consume it and appreciate it. And they do it not just because they have to and they don't do it just because Someone told him it'd be a good idea, but it's because they own their identity as a musical artist. That's what artists do. They work hard. They work sometimes early in the morning, late at night. That's what they do. As for athletes, that's what they do. They get up early and and they eat certain things and don't eat certain things and practice at certain times of the day. And they spend the day in the morning and the evening doing certain things because that's what athletes do. My point is adopting certain habits becomes more normalized when you accept a new aspect of your identity. When you decide I am fill in the blank, it becomes a little bit easier. I won't say it's incredibly easy immediately, but there's a small part of you is a, that's a little more willing to commit and attach to the doing, the processes the habits, the rituals, the behaviors that need to be implemented in order to be, excuse me, in order to have and accomplish that which you want to accomplish. In other words, doing becomes more sustainable once you've settled in on your being. And repeated, consistent actions over time are bound to build new abilities within you and subsequently produce new results. Because let's be honest, who among the athletes, basketball players, football players, hockey players, golf players, whatever sport, rugby players, whatever you look, whatever it's looking like for you, who among you doesn't want to be the best? And so for those who say, I am a hockey player, I am a football player, you want to be the best you can possibly be. And it's through repetition. It's through the right rituals and habits that you are more likely to accomplish that which you set out to accomplish. So as we close, let's take a moment 
dive into our minds and hearts, let's ask ourselves, are you dreaming about a state of existence that appears far-fetched or unattainable? Well, if you are, you're a dreamer, baby. You have goals, you have aspirations, and that is okay. That's exciting, actually. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Reverse engineer those dreams. Reverse engineer this process you think you have to undergo by first gaining clarity about the characteristics and beliefs you must exemplify in order to live the journey out. Figure out who you need to be. Then get an understanding and acceptance of what you must do in order to have what you want to have. I hope this has been incredibly helpful for you guys. This is a, a pleasure for me and an honor and a gift to share. And I hope you all go inspire. Be, do, have. Take care. Greetings, greetings, all the wiser family. Listen, while I love and appreciate my role as host of the All the Wiser podcast, I am first and foremost a child of God and a follower of Christ. The foundation of this very podcast is built on the transformative truths found in the Bible. You see, the Bible is full of teachings that can help us improve our ability to live better and love better. So let me ask you, have you drifted away from consistent Bible study? Maybe Bible study has never been a fully formed habit in your life. Well, if I'm hitting home with either one of those, no worries. There is no judgment here. What I want to do is provide you a resource to help you jumpstart a new Bible study habit. Here is my suggestion to you. Download Devotionals for Wiser Living written by me, William Boyd, for a series of Bible study devotionals that challenge you to dive deeper into the word of God and respond to your study with a prayer. God is the ultimate source of wisdom. And if you want to elevate your way of living and live more wisely, I highly suggest growing a deeper, more personal relationship with our Savior. And Bible study is a great avenue to do that. So this book will be a great starting tool to guide you on that journey and get you started. So download Devotionals for Wiser Living. The link is in the description for this session. And I highly encourage you to not only download and read for yourself, but share with others you are in fellowship and community with. Once again, Devotionals for Wiser Living. Check it out. Link is in the description. I'd love to hear more about what you all think and how it impacts your life. Many blessings. Take care. Is this content planting seeds of wisdom in your life? Is this challenging you to examine the lens through which you view the world? Well, come on, y'all. If it's good to you, be good to someone else and share this content. This is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms online. So, we encourage you all to spread the word, sow the seeds far and wide. We at All The Wiser want to be as helpful as possible to many, many other hungry folks, much like yourself. Spread the word. We appreciate you. Much love.